Here we go again. This is Chris. That's Angela. This is the Spice. <laughs> what you Give gotta do? Yeah, that's what I'm talking life. about. <laughs> Give us some more of that life, man. Spice of life here. This is Chris. That's Angela. Yes. And it is May. So that means that it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And we're going to yes. be talking about that. We're going to probably break it down mm-hmm. in a few parts. Yeah. And we're going to get right into it because one of the things that we wanted to get to is just like recognizing it early. But before we do that, Angela, what you got? What I got. Okay. So this is what I got, everybody. Please, 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 please visit us at our webpage. It's a www.spiceolife.com. All right. So also, we got some links down in the description or in the comments. So visit us on our social media pages as well. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on um, TikTok. No, we don't have Instagram. Oh yeah, Twitch. We're kind of working yeah. on around. You know, we haven't we haven't did any live stuff yet, but right. you know, we'll get that. We'll get that. Taken we care act of. like we don't do something, but we do. <laughs> yeah. So we'll one day. Yeah, one, one day. day I will try to get to that number. I'm not twitching that quarter. <laughs> All right. But some people believe that uh, mental health is a crisis. Yes. Some people don't even recognize it. Some people don't know what you're talking about. But it's just, again, we talked about this several months ago. It's the same as your physical health. Yes. And we all have to be aware of it. The earlier, the better. That's true. Okay. And we're talking about health, mental health awareness is different from, and we'll get into that in later parts. It's different from a disorder Mm -hmm. or a illness. Yes. Um, Those are more extremes. And like I said, uh, we may hear us pick on that a little bit, but we'll have more details about that. Um, but one of the questions that was asked, and there's many definitions, but one of the ones that was asked is what is mental health? Mm-hmm. So one of the definitions we could you can research many and you'll find different answers, but they all kind of fit in the same pocket. Yes. And it talks about this. It says good mental health, good mental health anyway, is a state of well-being where you feel good and can function well. So it's not a thing where we just say, oh, no, I'm good. You say it out your mouth because you realistically got to understand, do I really feel good? Mm -hmm. And am am I functioning well? And then it goes on to say you can cope with normal stresses. So you're being Mm -hmm. able to cope with just your normal everyday things like work, productivity, people. And doing all that, you're still satisfied. Mm -hmm. That's a description, our basic description of mental health. That's good. Yes. And that's usually an average day. So it's not like you're, yippity, you know, way over the top. It's not like that's a balanced, good mental health that is talked about. Yeah. But there's more involved because there there can be little signs that can start mm-hmm. figuring out if you have something beyond that when you're young and stuff like that. So Yeah. And that is so true um, because e- even in today's uh, times, you know, we know a lot of folks are dealing with this. And it, it does start young. In fact, the statistic here in the United States is that over one in five uh, youth ages like 13 to 18, either currently or at some point of their life, have had some seriously, you know, debilitating mental um, illness. So that is very, you know, shocking. You know, you talk about uh, one in, you know, one in five. That's that's a lot. So uh, we want to bring awareness to that you know especially for the young people you know if you're able to you know take care of that you know or be able to manage it or get help you know before 
you know, before it starts. I shouldn't say before it starts. No, that could be before it starts or during it. They'll be great. So, yeah. Yeah. So if you. This is our point. Be on top of and knowing and being realistic and being aware of your physical and mental health from as early as possible. A lot of what we're talking about is like even at really you got to do it at a young age, like at, you know, childhood, like when you're young and childhood, you're going to be a teenager. You want to start being aware of how you feel about things, how you react to things, because it's the same thing is think about this. If your knee is hurting, mm-hmm. are you not going to look into that? Are you not like, well, it hurts sometimes, whatever. No, you're going to be like, maybe I got an issue. Did I have an injury? Did mm-hmm. something happen? Yes. So. You wouldn't let that go until you can kind of get into what's going on. So it's the same thing with our, our mental health. If we feel some kind of way about something, we want to make sure that it's not like, am I overthinking this? Am I okay? Why am I acting this way? Is this, you know, just things you want to understand about. It's basically you understanding you, you knowing about you. And there are warning signs too. So there are, you know, and we all know each other, just like Chris was mentioning you knowing you you know what is normal to you or you know what's not normal you know your limitations as well so that is very important and once you pick up on those then you can act accordingly just as he said also maybe kind of think you know we'll probably get into that later think of ways that you can incorporate something in your routine that will help offset it you know if if you know you're a certain way especially with a um, especially with the youth, let's say if, if let's say a teenager, for example, if a teenager know, hey, you know, school, <laughs> just getting up in the morning and going to school is uh, that gets on my nerve. It just I start my day off wrong every time I wake up because I know I got to go to school. <laughs> that is a stress. That is a stress. That's an anxiety for you. So what can you do in the morning to change your routine to make it something that's not you know a stressor so we're gonna you know dive into that later yeah that's a whole nother ball of wax talking yes. about school structures that's why you see nowadays people starting to change those and adjust because everybody is not built to that's deal true. with that structure but that's another whole comment but anyway like Angela was saying just being aware of it earlier also just and we'll talk again more about some of these things in part two three four being able to separate this just the health maintenance from the disorders or the illness of things mm-hmm. if you maintain the maintenance of it you don't get to those places but if you don't acknowledge it not aware of it not educated on it you do find you will get in those places and not know you're there it's kind of like walking into a room like you say, okay i walk into this room well-lit room normal next room that's like how your day should go mm-hmm. But sometimes if we don't maintenance those things, we can walk into, as you hear the terminology, a dark place or even a too bright place. But really a place you shouldn't be in because you never checked. You just walk right into it and you kept going. And now you're in a place where you something's not right. And it can not only be a danger to yourselves at some point, it could be a danger to others. So that's something to be aware of. And that's why we keep focusing on try to see it at a young age even with young ones like if you are so if your parent start looking for you know not try to say we create issues but start looking for that are helping your young ones to manage so if they tell you something they're stressing out about take it seriously let's not disregard it 
Yeah. We're not saying to to pamper them, but that's let's not disregard it. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, also, when you mention it um, about the good mental, good mental health, you're talking about well-being, what makes you feel good. So I'm going to give you an example of young people when you're especially with parents teaching them how to do this teaching them or showing them ways they can come back like you know of course we got a grandbaby of course she has temper tantrums <laughs> you know but you still have to you still have to teach your kid and discipline them but at the same time recognizing okay this is way overboard or whatever you know but you can show them how to how to do you know how to um how to change the narrative as far as their, you know, they're in the moment, you know, their stressor in the moment. And one thing I can tell you, I can share with you that I do with my granddaughter, because one thing that she finds that stressful is going to sleep. So <laughs> she doesn't like going to sleep or taking a nap. We'll say taking a nap, going to sleep. But some of the things I, I help my daughter out with, but also I know that she loves like soft, calming stuff, calming music, calming this or that. But knowing that, but if she, we kind of teach her different things or teach her to know that, or she'll ask for stuff. She'll ask for a particular stuff to help, to help her. But what if we did that too, before it gets all, you know, out of hand, you know, if I know that I need this to help calm me down or help put me in a better place, already have that, you know, lined up and, um, and ready yeah line it up straighten it up and have it ready to go now not i don't like to get too deep in statistics when it comes to our mental health and some of the things we did deal with but what probably escalated it or made it what people think is a crisis is the other big word the pandemic yes. of covid and things like that and people found that they had more challenges and I actually became more comfortable with isolation. But sometimes isolation is not healthy. Because then you get isolation, you may be comfortable, but then you develop that feeling of, man, I'm all alone. You think you're the only one dealing with all these issues. You're all by yourself. Nobody don't care. The people don't understand. So it's like a catch-22. Do we need some alone time sometime? I would I don't know any information that says you do, you don't. In my mind, you do. You do have. I think it's imperative. But mm -hmm. keeping it. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish. Yeah, but keeping it that way could be interesting. Yeah, I agree. And you spoke about the pandemic. I'm telling you, that all like kind of caught all of us off guard per se. But also, it was a challenge as well. And for me personally. It was a challenge, you know, because you you can't, you know, you talk about not only worrying about the not catch, you know, the stress of when it come or anxiety when it can't come to not wanting the coronavirus or you know about having anything, but trying not to get it, but also because you do miss, you know, that that causes you miss people, you miss being around folks, you miss those things. But then at towards the end of the pandemic, I noticed that I was used to that. <laughs> It's like sometimes stuff got really easy, you know. I'm like, okay, you for three years you got, you know, you were adapt, you adapted to the the circumstance. So having talk about mental health, the challenge is 
unwinding coming out of that that state of mind you know so that could that could cause some some anxiety and that became a big thing too work related <laughs> you had companies literally having a fight with employees because some they found that some were more productive some weren't some were and then they when they were trying to get them to come back someone was like wait what why what did we this works well it's that was a big thing yeah so that kind of tells you how real what goes on in here is yeah um and different that that, that pandemic threw a lot of things off so yeah, I would say that it's something we definitely need to take seriously and just look at it, check our health every mm-hmm. day. It's not a big deal. It's just like checking temper, you know, checking physical things. So totally agree. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So um, and with that said, we'll go into probably more details about all the things that you can do to kind of help out to later. But um, we're talking about uh, situations in, in the, you know, trying to not only notice it within yourself but just to let you know that hey this this is common i read you a, a statistic just for the young people one in five that's a lot that is a lot and as time go by you know you can either you know hope that people will be able to uh th- let's just hope that those numbers will go down but <laughs> but because things are going up you know things trending you know are turning in the wrong direction but we, we're hoping that you know you all or whoever's listening to this can find whatever help and just know that uh there's stig don't don't get into the stigma or the what you call it the you know some people don't go and get help because they feel that they're either uh don't want to be i guess seen as a person with like i'm not crazy they'll say hey i ain't crazy ain't nothing wrong with me uh, we're saying that everybody has to make sure their mental health is, you know, taken care of. Like you're taking care of your mental health, just like your physical health. That's what we're saying. It's just like your physical health. You got to exercise. If you don't exercise and you sit there and eat all day long and you don't get out to exercise, you don't watch what you eat or you don't put in those parameters, you are going, you're setting yourself up to have issues with your health later just like mental health you got to put those parameters in there and you got to take care of yourself and make sure that you are um you know just like some of the things that you mentioned earlier that you're taking care of those you know yourself you know let's get it done don't you know you're nobody's crazy you're you're actually um take it you're you're putting things in place that really would help you in the long run big time just like physical health you be fit you look good you feeling good and that's part of mental health physical health is part of mental health which is something i read earlier and i was like you know what it is yeah so it's going to be some obvious things and we're not going to get too deep in that but it's obvious things that could that really were bad you know in our childhood even as adults there's like you wouldn't wish upon your enemy and so those are obvious things that really would affect you could take you into a disorder or illness there could be a um, hereditary yes situations that can cause it there could be um, ailments that you have that can connect to it that can trigger um, factors that take you beyond the health part and just take you into a disorder or illness 
and there could be um, uh, things that just come your way as you got older. Uh, mm -hmm. So there are so many things that could trigger that and cause your health to your mentally to go beyond the norm. That's why it's so important to always kind of do your self check-ins. Yes. And also it's very, very, and I keep putting emphasis on it, and Angela mentioned it too. Be, when you do, when you look at your own health mentally, be super honest with yourself. If you're honest with, not beat yourself up, not say something unrealistic, but be, have a balanced honesty of yourself. And it's nothing wrong with wanting to adjust how you deal with life. If there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I need a break. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I'm ready to take this on and deal with that. But if you don't be aware of it, you'll just randomly do things and then wonder why you feel a certain way. And you don't think about it. You can hurt yourself. You can impact yourself. And if you don't think about it, you can hurt someone else. And I'm not talking about physically. Sometimes you can, sometimes a mental hurt or a hurting of feelings or hurting someone emotionally can be more damaging than even physically. I don't recommend either. Either both are wrong. But their <clears throat> emotional effect that people and guess what can happen? The emotional and physical effect goes both ways. There's no one that has a monopoly on it. So brother no matter what human being or kind of person you are no matter what culture no matter what tribe no matter where you come from or who you are you can be affected or affect someone emotionally so being again being aware is for not only for your betterment but for the betterment of others around you that's true and sometimes uh, you just mentioned it, i thought about um uh, and this for people with with the severe uh, case you know of you know what we're discussing is knowing that what a person is going through the challenges they have in that area can help you to um be more understanding when you own that receiving end of that you know of the verbal <laughs> we'll say if someone is having challenges and if i know someone is having a challenge in that area when they lack we'll say I shouldn't say lash out or when they um, speak out towards you in a negative way you just knowing that even if it's a sibling or you know it can be a relative it could be co-worker whatever you know and a lot of folks you know you don't know so sometimes you have to be like uh, you know even if you don't know you know what if well that may be I might be digging down the no. rabbit hole. <laughs> well, I would say this. Even if you don't, let's say if you don't know, right? You don't know. And this person does have challenges, mental health challenges that they have, that they, uh, on the higher end, where they do need a, a professional to help them assist with that. Let's say they're having a bad day. They lash out. But let's say that someone said something but but let's say you lash back out but then when you find out oh this person's having so much going on you be like oh man i shouldn't have, i shouldn't have said that i shouldn't have did that you know so i think for for people that if you don't know and i this is this is level we gotta just kind of just chill you know because we don't know and even a lot of people go through things throughout their their day that could affect them mentally and you know so 
now I know we're mentioning things that we're dealing with personally, but let's say you're on a receiving end, just, you know, being calm and just kind of displaying a mildness about your, and that could really affect you too. Like if you know you got triggers with certain things, you might need to kind of, you know what, I know if I go here (laughs) or if I'm around this type of person, whatever, I need to kind of be a little bit, you know, can I handle this today? Can I handle this person today? Can I handle going this place today? Can I handle listening to this song today? That could be a that can affect you too. That's things that you have to really kind of be focused on because I'm telling you, sometimes TV shows, people, different things can trigger you. So knowing your triggers is definitely a must and definitely something we need to uh, be aware of and. Um, you know, and not give in to. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, that's a right. That was a rabbit hole. Yeah, um, I always go down a rabbit hole. I try, I try not to, but it's like I think about this stuff, and I'm like, okay, let me say a little. But then all of a sudden, my brain start. Oh wait, wait a minute. What about this? <laughs> it starts other yeah. stuff to it yeah but it's it's good information and that's a good example of what we're talking about because it it does take a little work and energy to not only look at what somebody have said to you that hurt you or affected you in some way but two things being able to manage that about yourself and yeah. understand and recognize and the biggest battle with <clears throat> mental health as the, me and man was talking about a million times and I'll stick to this is the emotional aspect people are usually some most people are pretty good I'm mm-hmm. good until emotions kick in and they didn't been all sanity all reasonableness can go out the door if a person don't manage that yeah triggers and that's called lack of understanding of their own mentalness like they're not mentally ill there's no disorder here could be I don't know yeah. it depends on how extreme and how consistent it is but this that's a good example of where if a person has enough soundness of mind say for instance somebody says something to me you know outside my home says something to me that get my goat got me upset do I have enough soundness of not soundness of mind and aware of my mental faculties and my health saying, Ooh, this is a, mm-hmm. this person may not even understand how this is bothering me. If we start thinking that way, the reactions don't come as quickly. We manage it better. I'm not saying you're not going to get bothered, but almost you understand yourself better and you at least try. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it may not work out after a while because the person may continue, but start trying. That's what I'm saying. Start trying to be so aware of how you're reacting and thinking about something. I'm not saying you're wrong. We're wrong or right when we do that. But what it does is allow us to even if the person, the person should do that, you would think they would do it. It'd be nice if they did it before they said something to you. But at least we have to do it. Somebody got to do it. Yeah, and also to add to that, if you know that you um, that you avoid it, 
you know, if you know something would bother you or you avoided an argument or confrontation with anyone. And that makes you feel better because you like, you know, sometimes, you know, you're like, I wish I hadn't said that or I wish I hadn't did that. I wish blah, 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 blah. You know, if you just think about the outcome of it, you know, with you acting more in a positive way than a negative way, then you, you know, that is a win. That's a win in the books, you know. Yeah, it's nice if, if, if that happens. I agree with that. Yeah. Here's the key to a real avoidance. Like Angela said, so you avoid it. But now you have to let it go. Because if if, if I bring it back, let's say, for instance, me, I avoid, I'm like, oh, whatever you say, and I move on. If I bring it back up to that human being, I didn't avoid nothing. I just took the wreck and it just laid a wreck. It, I avoided the wreck earlier, but then, then I caused it later. So when, it, when Angela's talking about avoidance, it's avoidance. Like you have talked yourself through this and you're good. It's not going to probably happen initially because you're still like managing it. So you got you didn't you avoided it. Then you work it out. Then you let it go. Now that's done. That's a complete avoidance. So when we avoid something, don't come back to it later. Right. Because then you're going to cause a wreck. It's still going to happen. You just, you know, gave yourself an hour or something. So and don't you feel like when you bring it up, don't that stress you out? That's the stressor all itself when you bring stuff back up. And we don't even realize we're doing it. Exactly. And w- but let's say this, because let's say if you bring it up and you write, wait, wait a minute. Just what am I continue. <laughs> let it go. Like, what am I doing? What's going on? Let me move on. Let yeah. me let me let me change the subject. Yeah. Let me do you know. You gotta do that. Because why? That's in the past. So why would you do that? There's nothing you can do about what you what stuff that you've done, stuff you've said, you know, I wish I had done this better. Or I wish I had did that better, you know. And here's the tricky yeah. part. Let's say another person's involved, another friend or whoever, human being is involved. And we want to we in our brain, I'm trying to be peaceful. I'm trying to avoid this. Just just kind of do it. And try to do it if you have to verbalize it to the person try to figure out how to say it in a peaceful loving way mm-hmm. so if i say to my friend oh man i don't I'm, I, I want peace i don't want no problem you know you need to go are you don't are you stop speaking or whatever you're not going to probably avoid it because it's still causing attention mm-hmm. but if it's like yeah i got you i understand let's i'm good you good i'm good you know you you're trying to make peace without causing Mm-hmm. Not proving that you're I, I don't want to prove I'm just peaceful And my friend isn't I want to prove that We good And somehow we, If we can get away from it That'll be great And we can Move away Peacefully And try to figure out How to conversate That in your mind Because Actually When we thinking We recall something, Sometimes we can actually Create more issues For ourselves And not even know it Yes So That has to have a, Be a conversation there Yes I totally agree with that You know Sometimes Hey listen It ain't gonna kill us Or kill none of us I'm gonna speak as a guy Man It don't kill Kill your brother to say You're right Yeah You're right man You're right sweetie You're right whatever There's no No bullets gonna go through I mean it's okay Mm -hmm. If that's gonna help you Get to a peaceful place and you, then you would probably want to encourage the person to say, okay, let's, 
give it a break or whatever but we we're doing this not i mean look obviously i'm the peaceful one you're not okay we both <laughs> should be let's can we if you don't you i got I, you're right i understand what you're saying and if it's something let's try to revisit but hopefully we good yeah and you can move on well one thing's for sure i'm gonna be good because <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you can't do nothing about how other how another person is going to take that and react or respond to it. You just make sure that you're on, you know, you're on the, the good side. You're on the positive side of it. You've moved well, on because if, if somebody else can't move on, there's nothing you can do about well, that. If they can't move on and she's right, you want to have your own self-preservation first. That's important because yes. you can't do nothing if you don't have it first. Once you establish that, though, if it's something you can, there are things I know I can say and do that make Angela feel better. So if I can, I'll try. But once I come to the resolve, maybe I can't. Or once she comes to the resolve, I tried a few times in a loving way to explain to him. I I try to move up in a loving way to explain to her. And you know you've tried. Then you really do have to kind of like, otherwise you're going to lose your mind. You'll get upset. Yeah, don't so, lose your mind. Though. And you won't have the spice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Give me some more. Come on, let's do this. Life. <laughs> so we'll probably do a part two. Yes. Well, we definitely will. So. Definitely a part two on this. We need it. This is something that's, that's definitely needed for everyone. So we will come back to you guys. Don't forget to. Like, subscribe, comment if possible. And there we go. www. I'm sorry, I did too many www.spiceolive.com. We'll be talking to you soon. Part two coming up next. Bye bye.